SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And welcome to Opposite Picks on this Wednesday, December 7th. I am Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to follow me on Twitter, send a tweet. It is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E. Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to my website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. Well, Yankees perhaps win the battle, but we'll lose the war. Jimmy G is tough. Rams soft. Philly spend more. Pirates the best to be in the worst. Cowgirls cool on OBJ. Robinson out at Tennessee. And Herschel falls short. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up. About the fastest hour on Sports Grid Radio. Ah, uh, what's going on, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, Wednesday? Uh, TNT there with the call, and then uh, LeBron James afterwards, as uh, he was talking about Anthony Davis leaving the game. <coughs> Excuse me, I, mean, I get caught up in myself because it's so funny. He left the game because he's got a flu. Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? You you talk about a cupcake. Holy fudge. You know, we, we make fun of the Mr. Twinkie himself, Zion Williamson, but you leave the game because you have the flu? Really? After Have you heard of Michael Jordan? I mean, you want to Google AD Jordan flu game? Now, I understand that with the NBA Finals, but still, for a guy who's missed a gazillion games over the last couple of years because of various injuries, you'd think the guy would gut it out. You know, maybe say, hey, listen, uh, you know what? I, I can't uh, play, uh, you know, seven-minute stretches here. Keep my minutes to like three, four minutes because I'm hacking up a storm here. You know, something along those lines, okay. Kind of like what I do here. So, uh, but no, he, he leaves the game in the first quarter. Uh, brother, when the NBA players, I tell you what, no player in, in the history of sports uh, has been pampered more than the 2021, 22, 23 now version of the NBA player. I, it's it's just unbelievable. Just, just unbelievable. Now, if he's throwing up all over the place, I get it. But I, I didn't get the sense of that. I, I, I really didn't. Uh, so we got a little NBA. But the, the big news, the Stankies have reportedly now agreed on a nine-year, $360 million deal. That's 40 per for one Aaron Judge. How about that? Now, first off, it's reportedly. And yesterday they were saying reportedly he was headed to San Francisco to play for the Giants. So you never know about these things until it's really written in stone. But let, let's go on the premise that this is a done deal and he's going to re-sign with the Stags. As a Red Sox fan, I couldn't be any more happier. I, re- I really, if I had my druthers, would he be playing for the Yankees, Padres, or Giants? I would say, or Red Sox, since they were kind of in the mix there a little bit. My pecking order would be Giants one, everybody else two. Or uh, Yankees, excuse me. Yankees one, everybody else two. Why? Because this guy's not going to survive nine years. He's 30 years old, for goodness sakes. I, I don't care that he had a gazillion home runs last season. I really don't. 
He's not going to have that. He's going to be 31 by the time the season basically starts next year. His birthday's in April. He's 31 years old. <laughs> He's broken down. He's broken down at 27, broken down at 26, broken down at 28. What do you think he's going to be when he's 34, 35 without roids? What, are you kidding me? This is an albatross of a contract for the Stankies. Why would, uh, leave it to the Yankees. They're living this out already with Giancarlo Stanton. Why would they sign up again for this? You want to avoid these contracts for these older players. Oh, uh, what a dumb organization the Stankies are. I am absolutely thrilled that Aaron Judge is now a New York Yankee again as a Red Sox fan because now you've dedicated $40 million to a guy who's going to play about 100 games a year. You wait and see. You, If FanDuel had a bet, will Aaron Judge play 150 games next season? Man, I would be all over the no. 140? No. How about 120? Uh, no. How about uh, maybe 100? That's right around where you're going to get. This past season, everything remarkably. Uh, last year of his contract, who would have thought everything fell into place? How about the year before that? 148 games. That's actually not too bad for him. How about the year before that? How about 28 games? How about the year before that, though, Scott? How about 102 games? How about the year before that, though, Scott? How about 112 games? The guy is, he's missed more games than he's played, for goodness sakes. And the Stankies are going to give him $40 million a year for nine years. See you later, Otani. You know, that's the other thing, uh, the separate part of this. Now, it is the Stankies, but uh, I don't think they're going to give Stanton $30, 35000000 million, Judge $40 million, and then Otani, it's going to take $50 million easily to sign him. Never say never with the Stanks. I get that. But you know what that means? Otani will be playing for the Boston Red Sox next year. And I would much rather, in a million different scenarios, rather have Otani on my team than Aaron wait for an injury to happen, Judge. Ah, uh, this is a great day for Red Sox fans, not Stanky fans. Opposite Picks continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. It is Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio, Valley Sports Detroit, and then uh, Tyler Hero as the Pistons go into Miami last night and win. Uh, and win by double digits, no less. That Heat team, boy, something's not right with that team. Made the NBA Finals, uh, was it three years ago, the COVID year, uh, faced off against the Lakers and LeBron. And really, it's been all downhill since then. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what it is. They got the same players, good players, solid players, no super superstars, but some injuries and uh, just not being able to get over the hump. Uh, is that Miami team losing at home? That Piston team, I mentioned it to the boys on the podcast here. They've now uh, won or lost 10. Well, they had nine straight losses of 10 points or less. And then they had a, a few wins thrown in there as well. Outside of a 30-point loss against the Knicks, they played actually competitive basketball for the last two-plus weeks. You know, I, I don't know if they're ready to turn the corner, but that was a good win. You want to play a little hunch on a team that, you know, perception-wise is awful and uh, starting to cover the spread a little bit and still getting halfway decent numbers. Uh, the Pistons uh, might not be a bad team. Big topic, though, today, the Stankies. Uh, they apparently have come to terms on a nine-year, $36 million deal. 
$40 million for soon-to-be 31-year-old Aaron Judge, who, yes, had a great uh, you know year last year, no two ways about it. But as I was saying earlier, as a Red Sox fan, I am thrilled. I really am. I, I think this takes them out of the Otani sweepstakes for next year, and you're going to have $40 million dedicated to a guy who can't really stay healthy. Well, he's great in the postseason, Scott. That's all you really need him for in the postseason because you know the Stanks are going to make the playoffs every year. Well, part of that is probably true. You're right. They probably will make the playoffs with the expanded postseason now. But as far as him being counted on come postseason-wise, you just paid $360 million to a player who in uh, 12 postseason series, so a pretty good sample size, is batting, what, 400? Nah. 350? Nah. 300? Nah. 275? Nah. 265? Nah. 250? Nah. 240? Nah. 230? Nah. 220? $360 million for a guy who, who's batting 220 in the postseason? Nah. How about two stinking 11, 12 series. So it's not one, two, three, or four. You, you have Aaron Judge postseason choking away, not being able to come through in the clutch, being booed off the field by his own kind, his own stanky fan, booing him off the field, 2-11, 25 RBIs in 44 games. Almost 200 at-bats. <laughs> this guy sucks in the postseason. And you paid him $40 million. Yeah, okay. Nine more years of no more World Series wins for the New York Stankies. Ah, oh, I am delighted. I am thrilled. If you're a Blue Jays fan, celebrate. If you're a, St uh, a Red Sox fan, celebrate. If you're an Astros fan, celebrate. Uh, Guardians fan, celebrate. Devil Dogs fan, y'all can celebrate today. We get the last laugh. Stankies think they won the uh, the war, but no. You won the battle. Uh, you, you paid more money than San Francisco. Congratulations. But you ended up buying a bag of rocks. How about that? Average $40 million for a guy who can't stay healthy. Based on one lousy year. One stinking monster year. You want to sit here with a straight face and tell me he wasn't taking some extra shots of uh, vitamin B last year? Are you kidding me? Please. He he's had two good years. Well, well, we'll be fair. He's had three really good years in the seven years he's been in the bigs. This past season, by far the best. The other years, two years ago, 39 homers, 98 RBIs, 287 batting average. You can live with that. First full season, second year in the bigs, 52 homers, 114. At a 284 batting average. He's not a 300 hitter. He, he's not. His batting averages outside of last year's 311, 287, 257, 272, 278, 284, and 179. You paid $40 million for a guy who's going to hit you 275. He's only had two years hitting in the middle of the lineup or the top of the lineup or wherever you want to put him in that stanky lineup. He's only had two seasons of 100 RBIs, mostly because he can't stay healthy. It goes back to that, but, you know, the facts are the facts. Two out of seven. He's only had 40 RBIs twice. 
And that was the 52 I mentioned in last year's 62. Again, because he can't stay healthy. So you think all of a sudden he's going to stay healthy when he turns 35, 36, 37? Uh, sorry, folks. doesn't work that way. doesn't work that way, Stanky fan. The older you get, the more broken down you become. Oh, this is great. And the dopey Stanky fan is all celebrating today. Yeah, okay. You uh, throw away a chance of getting Otani, and then you got a broken down player. Congratulations. You know, I want to hear from the Stanky fan who's going to be celebrating today. I want to hear from them next June and July when Aaron Judge has a pulled oblique, a pulled hamstring, a sore elbow, a broken this, or, a, you know, a, a whatever muscle, hamstring, calf, groin, whatever injury he's going to come up with that's going to put him on the disabled list for a couple of months. Uh, I want to hear from that fan today and make note of it next year when you're bitching and complaining about how they re-signed a guy who's broken down. And that's what they did. What is FanDuel? Do they even have odds up on uh, on the Stankies Baseball World Series? Uh, they do. Yanks now are uh, still plus 9-1. to one, Third choice behind the Dodgers and Astros. It's going to take a hell of a team to beat the Astros, I'll tell you that. Maybe the Red Sox are it. Looks like they've come to terms on Kenley Jansen's a two-year contract. Reliever from the Atlanta Braves, former Dodger. Not bad. Two years, $32 million, $16 million a year. He's 35. I get it. He's up there in age, but he was very effective last year. 41 saves, led the National League. Uh, is 391, second among after players, eighth all-time. He's on the, the way to a Hall of Fame. Struck out 85 batters in 64. Now that is a good contract. Now, I'm not going to be thrilled when they don't re-sign Xander Bogarts, but uh, I'm not giving Xander a $300 million. I'll tell you that. Um, you know, like the dopey Phillies did with Trey Turner. That I'm not doing. And they're the same basic player. Maybe, maybe Turner a little bit better. But realistically, identical players. Uh, so I'm okay with that. We're, we're going to save up, and we're going to go get Otani next year. Oh, yeah. <coughs> and I am, I'm okay with that. Absolutely okay uh, with that. NBA last night, uh, we had a great little system with LeBron, and really we, we couldn't have asked for a better scenario. He's taken on the, his cadaver, former cadaver team, right? He's uh, scored 27 or more points six of his last times. Uh, he's 17-2 and two against Cleveland uh, for his career, outside of, uh, obviously, a uh, Cavs uniform. AD goes out of the game, as I mentioned, uh, with flu-like symptoms, doesn't return, you got to figure LeBron is good for 27 in that spot, right? You know, maybe with AD scoring 30 or so, okay. But without AD there, you know, it's just another indication of LeBron getting old. No, I know, listen, no, no harm in that. But yesteryear, LeBron would have carried his team to a win. Watching him play, he doesn't even really get involved. I mean, he really, he's just, you know, he's old. He's, he's getting old. So... To think LeBron can do things because of the will like he used to before, not anymore. Ends up with 21 stinking points. 21 stinking points. Unbelievable. Ops Picks continues after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
I tell you well, welcome back. Ops Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio. NBA is tough. Uh, we had a really, really good record last year, and uh, we're right around 500 or so this year with the NBA picks uh, on the website, which I offer up some uh, free plays. But I, it just, you know, night in, night out, boy, it just kicks you right in the teeth. It, it really does. Uh, Denver last night at home um, loses to Dallas. TNT there with the call, Dorian Finney-Smith. On that late three, and then explaining, uh, you know, how it went in with 20 seconds left. Um, why is that a bit of a surprise? You know, Dallas is pretty good. They are. They're, they're halfway decent, but uh, they're awful on the road. And they were playing their third game in four nights, including back-to-back affairs. Meanwhile, Denver was off yesterday. So Dallas is coming in, playing three games in four nights, including back-to-back Denver is off. You're in the high altitude of Denver. We all know how difficult that is to play uh, there. And you would think Denver would be in a perfect spot to win the game, cover the four and a half, five, and Dallas wins outright. And, and they improved to now three and eight on the road. They were two and eight, two and eight, playing their third game in four nights back to back against a rested team uh, that was six and two at home. And somehow or another, Dallas wins. I, I just, I don't know, man. Go figure this NBA out. You're better off playing props. You really, you know, you have to play just one game. You know, even Cleveland last night. I, I mean, I know they're pretty good, and that line did jump all the way up to five and a half. So a lot of people must have known that AD was sick, right? And, and probably wasn't going to play because as soon as he left, that was basically it. Uh, you know, Cleveland pulled away in the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, you, you're better off playing the one because you would have thought LeBron 17-2 against his former team would play well, and obviously they didn't. You know, on the surface, Miami against uh, Detroit, you know, you got to play Miami, right? They, they lose outright. Really, it, it, the NBA is tough. Go try figuring out the NBA. There was a weird line, oh, in the NFL. Uh, we'll get into a little bit more later in the week, but tell if I ask 10 football bettors or even fans, Look at the schedule this week, and you give me, there's two of them, really, but give give me the one or two strange lines, and I bet you out of those 10 people, nine would give me the strange lines, and that's where the classic opposite pick comes into play. That's where you really should go opposite. The two wacky, weird lines this week, one Detroit, I know they're playing better, but they're five and seven. And it's Detroit. They're playing better. I know they're playing a little better. It's Detroit. Minnesota's 10 and two, including four and one on the road. So they've shown they can win on the road. 10 and two, they've owned the Lions in this series. And yet Detroit is a two and a half point favorite. You could probably count on one hand how many times a five and seven team. Even at home is a favorite over a 10 and 2 team. I mean, that is just like that sticks out like a sore thumb, number one, right? The other one, which might be even stranger to me, is Seattle. Why are the Seagirls only three and a half point home favorites over the Carolina Panthers, who suck? We all know that, right? Four and eight. Oh, and five on the road is Carolina. Seattle is seven and five. Only, I'll say, three and two at home, but still 
They're seven and five. They're in first place. They're playing for a playoff spot. Carolina's in last place, playing for nothing. They absolutely blow. They got an interim head coach. They got a third string quarterback starting, and they're only a three and a half point road dog. Not home, road dog in Seattle. Boy, that has rat, you know what, written all over it. I don't know if Kenneth Walker is going to play or not, uh, the star running back for the uh, Seahawks, but it, it doesn't matter. You know, running backs are a dime a dozen. He's terrific. I got him on my fantasy team. Hope he plays. But that that's not going to drop this line. You know, if it did, it would drop it from like four and a half to four, you know, maybe four to three and a half. It's not going to drop it like three points. Like Seattle should be a six-point favorite here, right? That's... I understand why Pittsburgh is two and a half. I think that'll change if you find out that Lamar Jackson's going to play. But I, I kind of doubt that it doesn't. That line tells me he's not playing. It looks like it'll be Huntley. I understand the Dolphins being road favorites at the Chargers by three. Um, people, you know, boys in Vegas aren't going to let that uh, disappointing performance against San Fran stand in the way of their good karma. So they're going to make them a road favorite one more time. Chargers are only six and six anyway. So I, I understand that. I think I would have made it closer to pick them. Little surprise, but understand why the Eagles are seven-point favorite against the Giants. Um, Tennessee, four-point favorite at home against uh, Jacksonville. We'll get to that situation in a second. Cincinnati by six. Buffalo, nine and a half. You know, even the, uh, the Raiders uh, laying six against the Rams. But those two. Minnesota, a road dog. But we've seen the boys in Vegas give them no respect over the last month or so. Very strange. Ever since they beat the Bills. Somehow or another, Vegas has jumped off their bandwagon. And the Seattle won three and a half. I'm like, that's the real. At least with Detroit, all right, they're playing better. They're at home, and at home they do play tough. That is maybe a little bit more understandable. But Seattle only against the 0-5 on the road, Carolina Panthers? Who in their right mind could look at that and say, boy, I love Carolina? Why? Well, because they're 0-5 on the road. Oh, uh, because their quarterback sucks because they just released a quarterback. Is this like a, you know, uh, addition by subtraction? Uh, they're happy that Sam Darnold is going to be the starter and then Baker Mayfield's not going to be there. Is, is that what you're telling me? Guy threw for 164 yards last week. Very strange. Very, very strange. But they must know something. Those are two classic, classic opposite picks. How about Tennessee firing their general manager yesterday? How weird is that? You're in the middle of the season. You're in first place, oh, by the way. You were the number one seed last year in the AFC, oh, by the way. You're in first place by two and a half games. I mean, barring something crazy, you're making the playoffs. You've been dealing with injuries to your quarterback this year, running back Travis Henry or uh, Derrick Henry last year. And you're getting fired because why? You played the Philadelphia Eagles and A.J. Brown had a big game? And we talked a little bit about this last night on uh, In Play Sports Tonight. That has all the earmarkings of the owner, who's a female, just pointing it out, saying, I want to re-sign A.J. Brown. And the GM saying, well, I'm not going to give him that kind of money. And the owner saying, "All right, you know, you're you're the GM. I'm going to let you control things, but just know I'm I'm okay. I'm resigning this guy. And not that he was a free agent, but he was going to be a free agent, so they had to basically re-up him. 
And the GM says, no, I'm not going to pay him. It's going to upset the apple cart. I got plans, blah, 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 blah. So we're going to trade him. They got a first and a third round pick. You know, it's not like they gave him away. You know, they got a decent return for him. And now the, for, the former player, A.J. Brown, does well in Philadelphia, as you knew he would. Has the monster game against Tennessee, as you figured he would. And now the, the owner says, see, I told you so. You're fired. That's what it's got. That, 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 that's, you know, the handprint on the wall is saying that's exactly what they do <clears throat> or, or have done. I told you to sign the guy. You didn't want to. I deferred. I let you do whatever you want. But now look at this. He's having a phenomenal year, and he scores two touchdowns against us. You know, we've lost two in a row. God forbid you're fired. Female owner. Not jumping the gun there a little bit, do you think? Just, you know, not being a little petty there, do you think? Unbelievable. Uh, OBJ owner Jerry Jones of the Cowgirls hinting that uh, in order for them to sign OBJ, he's got to play this year. And I've long said, I don't think he's playing this year. One, I have him on my fantasy team. Two, the guy blew out his knee for a second time in February. We're only in November, December here. You know, that stuff uh, for young players takes generally a year. This is now an older player, and it's the second time for him. He's not playing this year. Or if he does, it's it's he's not going to be the old OBJ. I, I just refuse to believe that because if that's the case, he'd be out there practicing right now. We only have five more weeks left in the regular season. So, and I'm he's not asking for a chump change. I'm guessing he's asking for four, five, six million dollars, maybe a one year deal. Uh, knowing him asking, he's probably asking for a four year deal, you know, 50 million guaranteed. He's probably asking for big bucks. He's not signing for a million dollars. He's not going to risk blowing out his knee again for a million bucks. If you think that, no way. Uh, I, I would be shocked if you could sign him for, for less than, uh, you know, $5 million. I think he's asking for a three year deal, fit it into the salary cap this year, but, uh, next year I'm getting, you know, $15 million. I'm one of the best wide receivers in the game. I don't. I don't think he signs. I. I don't. So, and, and Jerry basically said that. You want to take a chance on signing him, paying him money for a year he's not going to play? Knock yourself out. Uh, but I don't think he's going to be on a roster this season. I really don't. Philly signed uh, Taiwan Walker, the former Met, and Matt Strom, a reliever. Mets going after uh, who? Are they going after some other pitcher? I, I forget who it was. Uh, it's just like a. a Roller coaster here of who's going from one uniform to the next. All right, opposite picks in all our pyramid plays and open parlays coming up next right here on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. most profitable five minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks your newbies ask well we give you seven games seven thousand reasons why we like one side and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches injury reports weather reports systems and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas proved it again last night nice little one two three four five and two including uh montreal which was a fat over two to one favorite. I actually flipped on that as I gave that out in game live as we were closing out the program. So hopefully you cashed in on that little hunch bet uh, last night late. So we dropped our uh, deficit down to uh, 
$2,400 even. So uh, we're on our way back to even, uh, you know, the Mason-Dixon line there. Seven pack of games tonight again. Going to start in the NBA. We're going to take the Knickerbockers laying two versus the Atlanta Hawks. Have to see the Hawks win a few games before I bet on them again at these low odds. Trey Young fighting with head coach Nate McMillan. I haven't played well this year anyway. Barely a 500 team. Uh, McMillan and Young supposedly got into a fight. Not a fist fight, but a verbal fight. Uh, Young didn't play one of the games last week. And, and supposedly because he walked out, McMillan supposedly said don't show up. Although he denied that. It's a mess. They lost to OKC, for goodness sakes, at home their last game. Now you think they're going to go on a road and win in New York? <laughs> Love the Knicks here and basically pick them. Uh, give me Atlanta plus the two. Pick number two, Toronto laying nine and a half against the Lakers. And Anthony Davis leaves last night game with flu-like symptoms. Oh, brother. I'm guessing won't play tonight. That's what that nine and a half point spread tells you. This team stinks without him. LeBron is no longer capable of carrying this club. Raptors at home roll the Lakers. Eh, give me the Lakers plus the nine and a half. Pick number three, Memphis laying seven and a half versus OKC. How about this? Thunder going for their first three-game road win streak in, uh, I don't know, 20 years? Fourth straight win for the first time in, I don't know, 30 years? Actually, they won three in a, or four in a row earlier this season. Uh, but we'll uh, forget about that. Uh, is it going to happen uh, for a second time in one year? Nah, I don't think so. It's taking a little while, but the Grizz are playing good ball. They won five of their last six. I think they keep it rolling tonight. Line opened up at six. It's up to seven and a half. Love Memphis at home laying seven and a half. Uh, give me OKC plus the seven and a half. Pick number four. You're talking about a strange line. How about Minnesota laying only three and a half versus Indiana? What is it with this, these Minnesota teams? No respect for the boys in Vegas, no matter what the sport. Pacers' monster seven-game road trip comes to an end in Minnesota tonight. Uh, they gave it their all in an upset win over Golden State last time out. They're only two and four on the trip so far. I'm guessing they're gassed. Teacups near at pick'em odds at home. Well, that's too good to pass up. Love Minnesota, which is playing a little bit better late as well. Laying only three and a half. Uh, give me uh, Indiana plus the uh, three and a half. Pick number six, uh, Utah against those aforementioned Golden State Warriors. Laying seven and a half. That line tells you a bunch of Warriors probably won't be playing tonight. You know what? I watched a couple of uh, Golden State games during their recent homestand. And despite winning nearly all of them, they don't look good. Something's not right there. There's just no emotion. You know, the the lollygagging around and just, you know, keeping these teams in or getting to big leads and letting teams get back into it. They're only 2-10 on the road. Jazz 8-4 at home. It's a big number, all things considered. But again, I'm expecting a couple of Warriors, probably Clay Thompson, to not play. Love Utah here. Eh, give me Golden State plus the 7.5. College basketball, pick number six, actually. Uh, Hofstra getting 20 at Purdue. Yeah, the former Flying Dutchman, now Pride, take on the Boilermakers in Indiana. Hofstra led by uh, our guy Speedy Claxton. Six and three with wins over Princeton, Iona, George Washington. Not bad. They can hang with the big boys if they need to. Boilermakers only have one win by 20 or more points this season. So, you know what? I don't think Hofstra's going to win outright. But uh, they they play to the competition. The better teams, they actually put up some fights. I love the Flying Dutchman pride getting 20. Eh, give me Purdue minus the 20. 
Pick number seven, Indiana uh, versus Nebraska. Hoosiers back at home where they're going to be very tough to beat this year. They already have six double-digit home wins, including a victory over North Carolina. Make matters worse for Nebraska, uh, Indiana's last game, they lost to Rutgers. Got smashed, in fact, by RU. You know they're going to be chomping at the bit to get back out there and lay a pasting on Nebraska, which, uh, let's face it, the football program stinks and the basketball program isn't much better. Love, 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 love Indiana Lane, even 13 and a half. Uh, give me Nebraska plus the 13 and a half. Opposite picks here for a Wednesday, December 7th. Got a little bit of everything. College basketball and some NBA. Atlanta plus two against the Knicks. Lakers plus nine and a half at Toronto. OKC plus seven and a half at Memphis. Indiana, the Pacers plus three and a half against Minnesota. Golden State plus seven and a half against Utah. Purdue laying 20 against Hofstra. And uh, Nebraska plus 13 and a half against Indiana. Opposite picks for a Wednesday, December 7th. Good luck, folks. All right, there you go. And we'll uh, post those on the front page of the website, as we always do. All right, let's check out our uh, pyramid plays and open parlays as we cashed a ticket last night. How about that? Cha-ching, cha-ching. And we're going to kind of reduce our uh, our open parlays here. First up, open parlay, the main one where we're putting 100 uh, bucks. Uh, we started with 100 bucks anyway, full unit, whatever your full unit is. Started with under New Orleans, Tampa Bay on Monday, winner. Had New Jersey uh, and regulation last night against Chicago, laying 245, winner. So we won 90 bucks on Monday. We won 77 bucks last night. So our kitty is up to $267, right? We're, we're including the $100 original bet. And we keep on rolling this over six times before we cash out. Tonight, we got $267 to play with. Let's just, uh, you know, we're going to go conservative in that, uh, semi-conservative anyway, in that we're going to uh, pick a winner. Uh, that's the idea, Scott. I know, but sometimes you can pick like a pick em game. Uh, tonight, we're going to go with the Edmonton Oilers. They are, they should destroy the Arizona Coyotes, right? They're minus 280. Not going to do that. I'm going to play the 60-minute win in regulation. We're going to drop that minus 280 to minus 172. So what do we say we have? $267? $267 at minus 172. So that would pay us uh, 155 bucks. All right. So let's put that 267 to win 155. Leg number three. And let's put Wednesday next to that so we know what day it is. All right. Our uh, system in which we only play against the Blackhawks. You know what? It hits. Leg number six. Cha-ching, cha-ching. How about that? We had the de and we even took a shot laying a goal and a half with the Devils. Blackhawks suck. It's taken a little while with this, but our premise at the beginning of the year was Chicago was going to be the, one of the worst teams in the NHL, so we're just going to have one open parlay in which we're just going to bet against them. That's the only one. If they're not on the schedule that night, we it's an open parlay. That's why we, we don't have to play it. So, you know, they started off halfway decently. They, they won like six of their first 12 games or so, but over the last two, three weeks, they're turning into the Blackhawk team that we thought. So our sixth leg last night was New Jersey laying a goal and a half. I think they won 4 nothing, 3 nothing, whatever it was. It cashes. 
We had 598 bucks. If you've been following us uh, to win 374, it did. So we walk away with a nice $972. How about that? So now our system is one in six for plus $372 if you're a $100 player. Congratulations. Uh, do the Blackhawks play tonight? I don't think so. Let me, you know what? I was so giddy last night over them winning that I forgot to see if they started, because uh, we'll start another one tonight if they do. No, they don't. All right, that's, that's almost good, to tell you the truth. Uh, we can celebrate our win. How about that? Now, we still have one with San Jose and Arizona, but you know what? Take your winnings and we'll go home, because it, it's too confusing, four of them, because uh, we do an underdog parlay one, the anti-Blackhawks one, the regular one, and then I have another one in which we were only going to bet against San Jose and Arizona. You know what? It, it's 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 too confusing. Um, we were one and eleven on that one anyway. Um, if you take the hundred and twenty, we were up. We'd be down six hundred and eighty bucks. So we'll just we'll just walk away with that. And uh, I don't want to make it because a lot of people have emailed me like, which one is this or that? It's it's a little too confusing with four of them. So um, we, if we want to bet against San Jose or, or uh, Arizona, we'll just include it in the regular open parlay. So we win with that. All right, how about an underdog open parlay? We didn't have anything last night, so we got to start a new one. So we always like to start in hockey. Underdog, looking for a live dog. Flyers against Caps? No. <clears throat> Columbus, uh, how about Columbus getting 140 at home against Buffalo? Who are the Sabres to be there? That kind of favorite. How about Colorado as a dog to the Bruins? Wow, I love my Bruins, but holy fudge. Uh, that's a whole lot of disrespect for Colorado. You know, Boston lost the other day. Uh, you want to give me the abs? There are certain spots for Colorado to rise up and play well. I think this is one of them. I don't think they're going to play well against the Arizona Coyotes and the Vancouver Canucks and the San Jose Sharks and all those other bad teams. But I, I think uh, this this champs will get up for the big boys. So let's go Colorado. Hate betting getting against our Bruins, but uh, give me Colorado $25, quarter of a unit to win $36.50. That will be leg number one. Colorado plus 146 versus Boston. So that's uh, risking 25 to win. What did we say? 33 uh, 50 30, 36.50. Uh, don't shortchange yourselves. Um, 36.50. All right. Boom. So, so we're in. So Edmonton, open parlay, third leg on the main one, and then uh, Colorado with the underdog open parlay. I'll put these on the hockey page if it's a little too confusing. Uh, Pyramid plays shots on goal here real quickly. Pyramid plays, uh, we went 1-1-1. Uh, one, one, and one. Hit with the college basketball under Virginia, lost with Denver, and got a push on Montreal, Seattle. Shots on goal, we went 4-1. and One, one with uh, Heeshear for New Jersey, one with Moore Kings, Kucherov, Tampa Bay, and Nelson Islanders. The only one we lost on was uh, Brian Rust. And, and we missed uh, on our parlay as well. So overall, we went 4-2. Not bad. As we continue, we're now over $4,000. If you're a $100 player, 105 and 61 including the parlays uh, as, as a one-unit play. So tonight, here we go. Pyramid plays. Minnesota, teacups, laying three and a half versus Indiana. That's the best uh, NBA play. College basketball. Here's a little uh, sneaker. How about Denver plus four at Sacramento State? Denver, the, what are they, the pioneers, I think? are 7-1 with their only loss coming 
to Sacramento State. They're on the road, but, uh, oh, yeah, they circled this game the moment they lost that first one. So I'll grab Denver plus the four. Hockey, Edmonton. Uh, you have to play the Oilers versus uh, Arizona. Best shot on goal guy tonight, we, you know, including the VIG and all that other good stuff. Uh, we're going to go with, uh, how about one Connor McDavid? Three and a half. He hasn't had four shots on goal in three straight games. He never goes four straight without getting four shots on goal. So, And they're playing a patsy in Arizona. Give me Connor McDavid as their best one over three and a half. I'll give you the other guys when we return. Opposite pick, Sportsman Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back to Opposite Picks right here on SportsGrid Radio. Wrap it up. Shot fast hour. Don't forget, I will be back. It is a Wednesday with me and Donnie on uh, Moneyline at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern time. So one hour from now, and then we'll take you from 1 to 3 o'clock uh, Eastern time. All right, as far as our uh, other shots on goal winners uh, for tonight, uh, we're going to go with uh, a couple of guys from Buffalo. Rasmus Dahlin, uh, we always play him. He's at two and a half, minus 130. I have noticed these, we're getting a lot more two and a halves. Um, I, I think we've kind of survived the purge of three and a half, four and a halves, and that we're seeing a few more guys, which is nice. Uh, Jeff Skinner, uh, although he is still three and a half, but he's plus 110. We'll go with him as well. Uh, we're going to go with Connor McDavid. I, I like that one. Um, we're going to go with uh, Eric Carlson for San Jose at minus 184. We're going to put him in a parlay. So let me just scratch him off the uh, the main block. And we're going to stay away from Timo Meyer. He's uh, He hasn't had five shots on goal in a long time. Uh, he still leads the NHL, I believe, in shots on goal, but he's not where he used to be. Uh, three parlays. One, Ovechkin, three and a half, along with Columbus's Boone Jenner. Two, Carlson from Washington. John, two and a half, along with uh, Eric Carlson. No relation uh, for uh, a nice little 138 payout. And then three, Tage Thompson of Buffalo, along with uh, uh, Patrice Bergeron of the Bruins. He's at three and a half. That pays a nice little 236. So three parlays because of the monster odds on some of these guys. <coughs> you just can't uh, lay more than, I, I don't like laying more than five to one. And even five to one is a little little dicey for me. So see, uh, and I'll post those on the hockey page of the website, opsfix.com. See, Herschel Walker lost uh, his bid for the Senate. Uh, Raphael Warnock. Uh, one out, uh, a couple of Georgia guys there. So Democrats win majority of the Senate. Republicans got majority of the House, which means we got four more years of nothing getting done in our country. Uh, that's how politics work. That's why I'll take sports over politics any day of the week. Stevens, Lisi coming up next, and that'll be me and Donnie after that right here. Sports Good Radio, Sirius XM 159. Enjoy your day, folks. <laughs> 